Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all missions and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David V. Hallelujah. He said, That says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I've holding to subdue nations before him. He said, I will loose the loins of kings to open before him the two living gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Some, somebody say, My gates shall not be shut. This morning we understood that God is releasing unto us double door. Hallelujah double door that your gaze shall not be shut hallelujah there is a certain anointing that god places upon his people and this anointing attracts the worth of kings hallelujah and when this oil locates you in this life people far away begins to look for you amen i was talking to a man of god and he was telling me about another man of god who a business guru had to travel from US just to meet him to pray for him and after praying for him you can just imagine what happened hallelujah I know a man of God who um, had an encounter with one that also has been anointed in this end time and has command over money and mammon and this man told him he asked him, he said, what are you doing? Do you have a building? He said, no. In three months, the man lifted a six-bedroom mansion for this man of God. And the man stayed in that building for just three months and, and went back. So the building is there as I'm talking to you. I have gone to enjoy it myself also. It's a very nice place to be. Every single item that was used to build was imported from South Africa. I mean, you can just imagine People have command over money. Hallelujah. I believe that the Spirit of God is about to open our eyes to something you have never known. God will always give to the hungry. He said, let them that test come and drink. Hallelujah. When it comes to revelation power, what gives you upper hand in this life? It's not you doing what people are doing. People may be succeeding by what they are doing because it, it came to them as personal word. It came to them. God can instruct somebody. Give me one CD every day and your faithfulness to that can open certain doors and you will begin to do it and not see that result. There are men that have encountered Rima as they sat in the presence of God, as they sat with the word of God, as they sat under the feet of the teaching ministry. Certain Rima located them and has changed their life. What makes the difference is not doing what people are doing. It's knowing what nobody knows. Revelation is what brings revolution. There will be a revolution in your life based on the revelation you carry. Hallelujah. So your life will continue to be the same until you have an encounter with Rima. What is Rima? And now word, a present word for your present situation. 
So you come to church and the man of God will be preaching. You may be praying about, Lord, how am I going to, uh, Lord, anoint me or whatever. You may be praying about something. And then a, a word of God will be coming and you'll be sitting in the benches in the congregation and you can really literally sense that this word is for me. It releases certain height of joy into your spirit. It brings you to certain realm of power. You become so excited and then you know when such word come to you, listen to me, you don't treat it merely. You celebrate the Lord, you open your heart and receive it. You see, it is not grammar that makes us. I'm telling you the truth. It is not grammar. So we can be sitting in the same church. People will be doing well and others are not doing well. What is the cause? Men, there are certain men that give certain seriousness to the word of God that is coming. Listen, God will not do anything for you until he has sent his word. For he sent forth his word. It does not return to him void until it has fulfilled the purpose for which it was sent. So when God wants to do any major thing, including the salvation of the world, he had to send his word. He had to send his word. I don't know what God wants to do in your life that you think that he will send an angel. Listen, without the word of God coming to you first, I'm telling you, the presence of an angel will not be relevant. When the angel got to Mary, he carried the word of God. He presented the word. He presented the word. Some of us are looking for supernatural occurrence, but there is no supernatural manifestation that is too mighty than the word of God that has been written down. Hallelujah. The Bible says that it carries the power to give us inheritance among the saints. So I believe that as God is hammering in this house consistently, continuously about financial dominance. Listen to me. God has a plan to raise a millionaire. Let it maybe you. No, 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 no. I said, let it be you. God has a plan and a purpose to raise a mortal millionaire to cause somebody. Can I tell you something? In God's warfare, in God's warfare, the Bible says that we are the lost battle as one of the acts of God are men that shall be anointed to have financial power in this end time. You have no idea. There is a certain oil that comes upon people that causes them to have authority, power. They command money. And that is another realm through which God orchestrates his warfare. That is one dimension by which God overcomes. He uses to overcome the enemy. Hallelujah. When we talk about kingdom advancement, any advancement is by force. He says, since the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God has suffered what? Violence. He said, the violence takes it by what? By force. If I cannot hold you and drag you, I can pay a policeman or a macho man to drag you. So money, like we understood, is a defense. So it is a force to change the position of a man. And I believe as the word of God is coming to you, the Lord has located you for that purpose. I said the Lord has located you for that purpose. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the Bible says that that says the Lord to his anointed to Cyrus. He said, whose right hand I have holden to subdue nations before him. How is he going to subdue nations? There are men that, listen to me, I was listening to Bishop Oedipo and he made a statement. He said, when I'm traveling out of the country, I don't need visa. He said, I walk to the passport, I mean airport and climb the plane and I'm gone. 
no man there are men that subdue nations it means that there are certain laws in certain nations it can't bind them it can't bind them one day he was preaching he was preaching and he made a statement he said when he gets to the airport and he wants a plane he will just he just asks whose plane is this call him tell him i need it and he said he said people speedily want to release their aeroplanes for him to travel it's a dimension i say it's a dimension it's not a dimension of impossibility it's a dimension of possibility i say it's a dimension of possibility it will only come to you if you are hungry and you attract it it will only come to you if you are hungry and you attract it only it will only come to you if you are hungry until you are hungry you cannot attract it hallelujah so he said he has anointed him and appointed him, appointed him to subdue what nations and how there are men that subdue nations hallelujah there is a man of god who made a statement and he said if he withdraws his investment from his country one third of his country's economy will come down one third of his country's economy will come down we are talking about men that subdue what nation listen to me the anointing is not just for casting out devils that is what you don't know we always pray for oh lord anoint me and we begin to look for devils to over uh, i mean to cast them it is not only for casting out devils the oil is also available to subdue principalities and what powers and spiritual wickedness in what high places he said jeremiah before i formed you i knew you in your mother's womb he said i have i called you and i've anointed you to subdue nations and to approach to build to put down and to do what to build so the anointing it's not for walking around in Akimoda alone. It's not for no. The anointing can be sensed from abroad. The Bible says, and his fame went where abroad. Men came looking for him, and Peter came. He said, "All men are looking for you. All men are. Look- May you come to that realm where all men will look for you." I don't know how, but if it is by ministry, may all men look for you. But if it's by financial empowerment, let all men also look for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So this is what the Lord says. Before I formed thee in thy belly, I knew thee before thou cometh forth out of the womb. I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Then the verse number 10. He says, see, I have this day set thee over the world, nations. Oh, say it with power. Set thee over what? And over what? To do what? To root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down. Not only destroying things, but to build and to what? Plant. That is the mandate of the oil upon a person's life. That is the mandate upon a person's life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we go back to Isaiah 45. The Bible says that. He said, to subdue nation before him and to lose the armor of kings. To open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. The verse number 2 says that I will go before you and make the crooked places word straight. I will make the crooked places what? Straight. We are talking about having financial dominance. And we have understood 
that when it comes to having financial dominance, it means overcoming the power of mammon. It means overcoming the control system of mammon. It can be by force and it can be by wisdom. It can be by force. It can be by wisdom. One of the way mammon causes you to lose and to enter into poverty is to lobby your heart and entice you into import buying. So you don't plan and by the time you realize you are buying things you don't need. And you are, you are is draining money from you. Draining money from you. It's an influence from the spirit of world. Mammon. So by that, how do I overcome? By wisdom. I overcome that one by what? By wisdom. So through wisdom, we are able to overcome certain devices and certain orchestrations of the enemy, of which one of them is what? Mammon. And I've told you, mammon is a force. I've told you. So the Bible said, one of the ways, the solid way, in fact, not the one of the ways, the only sure way to overcome the power of mammon is to go after the Lord. Is to do what? Go after the Lord. So Jesus said, you cannot serve mammon and serve God. He said, when you choose one, you hate one. So if you want to go far from mammon, go after the Lord. So he said, I will go before you. Going before you means that you are going after him. If he is going before you, then it means that what? You are going after him. So if I'm working with Pastor Enoch, and I tell Pastor Enoch, Pastor Enoch, we are going to mommy, but I'll go before you. Okay? It means that as I go, I expect him to follow. So he said, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. The crooked places are places of what? Corruption. Places of corruption. People think to make wealth, to have power, to have financial dominance, you have to be corrupt. You must accept brown envelopes. You must cut corners. You must, you must be fake in the office. No. He said, wherever there will be pressure of corruption, he said, every crooked place, I will make it one straight. Beloved, listen to me. There is a way to have control over money. There is a way to have money. There is a kingdom process and protocol. Let that control find you in the name of Jesus Christ. It is not about following on the crooked places. It is not about following on the crooked places. Listen to me very careful. Anything in life that anybody comes to you to talk about and begins to entice you with money for your acceptance, it is the influence of mammon. It is not of God. So you come to say, you know, and all he's talking about this money, all he's talking about this money, run from such a thing. It's not of God. It's not of God. Because money is a reward. And money is a servant. To the kingdom person, money is what? It's a servant. So if you don't have an assignment, you don't need servants. And money is a reward for answering questions in life. You answer it well, we pay you. I want to travel from here to Accra. He said, okay, I have a car. Come and sit inside. So I'm answering your question of how should I get to Accra? He said, when you sit inside, you have to pay. Then I pay you for taking me from here to where? To Accra. Somebody is looking for very good anointed songs to hear. He said, ah, the Lord has anointed me for that purpose. Then I go to the studio and sing. What does that mean? I have to pay to buy the CD. It's, an, it's a reward for answering what? Certain questions in life. So don't come to me and come and influence me or motivate me by no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
think about how fulfilled you will become and how well you can do it when i give people assignment or job to do and they begin to talk about money right from the start i sack them ask the people around me i said tell them no 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 i don't want you i don't i tell them, i said i don't like that the fact that you are thinking about the how much and money and, and money and you are not thinking about how well you are going to do that thing for me your heart is not after doing things excellently you just want money my money is controlling you so be very careful ah let us go to dubai let us go to saudi arabia let's pass through the desert when we get there, when we work for two days, we get money. And it is about money and about money. A young man was traveling and I told him, when he stood before me, he was, he was, he was going, I said, no, don't go. He said, pastor, when I go, every week, they'll pay me 2,000 Ghana cities. And I feel I can, when I work for one year, I will come back. I said, don't go. If this is the reason why you're going, don't go. He went, I met him not too long. He had come back and he's even shy to come out of his room. He said, as he got there, he said, he should have listened to me. I said, don't joke with money. We, you people, see, you must understand. Money has a principle by which it works. Don't joke with it. Don't just move and do things. No. If you understand how it works, you can handle it. You can be in charge of it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So he said, you make the crooked places what? Straight. Then he said, I will break in pieces the gaze of what bronze the gaze of what bronze and when you check numbers 21 the verse number nine let's look at something there numbers 21 the verse number nine the bible says that so moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole and so it was if a serpent had beaten anyone when he looked at that bronze serpent he lived what is the meaning the bronze serpent was a type of the humanity of Jesus Christ which was lifted on the cross on the mountain. So bronze is also a representation of humanity. Humanness. Humanness. Ways and means through which men control money. But the Bible said, he said, I will break into pieces. It means that the systems of men shall fail as I go before you. So if I have to come to a certain point, as long as I'm leading you as the Lord, and see that as a young lady, you have to make it. And a man is telling you, let me sleep with you before I give you the offer. He said he will break into pieces. He will break into pieces and give you that answer. Hallelujah. No, as the Lord was speaking to me about the scripture, I was really shocked. He will break into pieces. So there are ways and means men have, I mean, orchestrated by which they make money. And that shall not be your way of making it. Child of God, there is a kingdom way of exploding in finance. There is a kingdom way of working in the blessings of God. And that kingdom way, it added no sorrow. It doesn't add any sorrow. Hallelujah. I will break into pieces there's the gates of bronze. The gate, the word gates means the authorities. That means controllers of money. Human controllers of money. Wow. And then they said, and cut the bars of iron. The Bible says that and when he shall return, he shall rule the world with an iron. So he's talking about power. The powers that be, that control. 
Then the verse number three, look at what he said. The verse number three said, I will give you the treasures of darkness. You must shout a amen there. I will give you the treasures of what? Darkness. There are men that have gone through dubious means to have wealth. They are controlling things by dubious means, by dark ways. The treasures are not dark, but the places they find themselves are dark places. And God says, I will give you the treasures of where? Darkness. And the hidden riches of what? Secret places. Child of God, listen to me. There are shikata. Are we not in Ghana here? When people came from America and discovered oil in Ghana here. Meanwhile, there are engineers here. Petroleum engineers in Ghana. Were they able to? It was just recent that Ghanaian petroleum engineers have discovered another well. There are hidden. These oils were hidden in the oceans of the Atlantic. Just at the boundaries or at the shores of Ghana of, or, or Gokos. But yet certain people didn't know. There are hidden treasures. Certain places. Secret places. It would take God to reveal them to you. And those kind of wealth, when you find it, nobody can be like you. Nobody can be like you. I'm telling you. Some of you, oh, you can find it in a, just a simple book. Just a simple book. Just a simple book. You take it and you read it. And by the time you realize, a certain paragraph has opened the door and the gate to a hidden riches of a secret place. Secret place, and you find it. You too, you shall discover. I said, You too, you shall discover. In the mighty name of Jesus, God is ready to give us hidden riches. There are hidden riches, there are hidden riches of secret places. He said, That you may know that I, the Lord who called you by your name, I am God of what Israel. I said God wants to make a show. And he wants to use your life. Your amen is too bad. Amen. When it comes to kingdom prosperity and wealth creation, you need a kind of grace or an ability to get it. Not prayer. Hmm. Not prayer. We don't prosper by prayer. <laughs> we prosper by principles. We prosper by principles. Now listen to me. When it comes to prosperity on earth, I say it is by law and principle. It's by what? Law and principle. That is why certain men who are not born again, certain men who are not born again are prospering. And certain men who are born again are not prospering. Listen to me. If an arm robber cultivates a farm, a maize farm in a rainy season, will it germinate or it will not germinate? It will germinate. I'm talking about an arm robber. It will terminate. If a bishop, an archbishop, also cultivates maize in a dry season, will it terminate or it will not terminate? Listen to me. The Lord doesn't respect status, it respects obedience and alignment. So if you are an unrobber, an unbeliever, and you align with the laws and the principles, I'm telling you, it will answer for you. So there are certain unbelievers who are paying tight, but they don't know this tight. They everything they get, they release one tenth in the name of charity. But they don't know it's right. They are practicing certain principles on our way. Listen to me. As I am preaching, there is a certain law and a principle called the law of gravity which states that anything that goes up comes down. So as I go up, if I try to come down, I have to come down. 
As I'm preaching, I'm anointed. How many of you believe I'm anointed? If I forget myself and I move my leg, will gravity forgive me that an anointed man, he didn't see. So, oh, you didn't see man of God, so go back. You will come down. So, it is not about anointing. It's not about prayer. It's about the location, the discovery of the laws and the principles that you have to align with. Stop running to attract mountains to look for money. It's not there. It's not there. Hallelujah. Locate the principles. Locate the ways of wisdom. Locate the ways of wisdom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It is God that gives you the power to get it, but does not give you it. God does not give you it, but he gives you the power to get it. I said God does not give you it. God will not give you dollars. He will give you the power to have dollars. So some of you, it's not because you travel to America and then you have dollars. It's because you have the wisdom, the power for network. And you have network with somebody by which or through which you are receiving what you cannot have by hours of prayer. It can't work. God gives you the power to get it but he doesn't give you it. So God will not give you, will not give you the money. He will give you the power to have the money. Hallelujah. Am I preaching good? Are you getting blessed here? And this is the purpose why you came to church. I was telling my wife, I said, listen to me, this thing I'm teaching, I'm getting so blessed because I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not discovering this truth from the word of God because I want to come and preach them. Because I am so determined that God, this is your son, David, when we mention his name, apart from the father, he's an anointed preacher. He must also be a crazy rich man of God. If you are a man of God who are anointed and you are poor, people will talk. If you are rich, people will talk. I will be rich and let people talk. When they talk, Christmas, I'll throw a party and invite them. They'll shut up. They will come and eat and they'll shut up. Only part me, I know I was down for. I know him, sir. Amen. The Bible says, give tense the heart of a man. So as he's making noise, you call him, call him and give him small one Ghana. He will not talk. He will tell you the people who are even talking about you. That's how human beings are. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now to have dominion over Mammon and control Mammon and the controllers of the treasures of darkness. There are controllers of the treasures of darkness. You will need to follow God that has been established. What are the kingdom protocol for uncommon wealth riches? Uncommon wealth and riches. What are the kingdom protocol? When we talk about protocol, we are talking about the, the, the ways, the measurement, the substances to put together in a certain manner to have a certain result you are looking at. Hallelujah. So, what is the kingdom protocol? When we read the Bible today, we understood that God gives bread to eaters and He gives seed to what? So, so, no matter what, as long as you're a believer, you will have what you eat. But you see, there is a dimension where you have more than you have to eat. Hallelujah. And there is another dimension where you have more than what you have had more than to the extent that you can be a blessing to other people. But there is another dimension where you can have more and be in control of nations. It's also a dimension. He said, enter into the rest of your Lord. 
there is a place where you enter it is not what you do it's what he has done that is working for you it is not what you do it's what you have done he gave them five he gave him five talent the guy labored he got another five talent presented ten talent to the lord but the lord said this time around i he said the rest of your lord enter there that is a realm where he is in control not you are in control go and enjoy and rule he said i'll make you ruler over many nations wow go and control things you have not labored for so there are people who can enter into a dimension of riches and prosperity and you realize that the thing you are doing like as i'm preaching right now eh, as i'm standing here preaching i'm preaching very powerful oh. and these messages are very anointed but i'm you'll be shocked you will see a certain man of god he may not say anything five minutes but the number of people that are seated and the number of offerings that he be count he has entered into the rest of his lord and it comes by faithfulness the bible says that if you have you if you have not been faithful with unrighteous mammon he said who how would you have true what riches it all comes by what faithfulness somebody say faithfulness the kingdom protocol for uncommon wealth and riches now you must be particular about the topic i didn't say kingdom protocol for wealth i'm talking about uncommon wealth uncommon wealth there are certain blessings certain riches when the enemy the devil sees it he gets intimidated he gets intimidated <laughs> one of my mentors keeps saying he said i am dangerously rich <laughs> dangerously rich amen i want to also be what dangerously rich riches is a sin <laughs> mr hypocrite madam hypocrite bring all your money to me i like i like that kind of sin what do you think I like that kind of thing. Oh, I said, Christian, you shouldn't be rich. I say, bring your own lah. I like this one. Amen. Amen. Pastor, the Bible says that it is difficult for a rich man to go to heaven than for. The, did you understand what he spoke about? He was talking about somebody who his riches has had him. If the riches begins to have you, then you are in trouble. You must have. You shouldn't. You shouldn't let money have you. You must have money. You will have money. Ah, uh, you are not prophetic. I say you will have money. Money will not have you. There are people who money have had them. Money is having them right now. One no money they are in bondage. They are in certain control. The number one protocol and major pro for uncommon wealth and riches in this kingdom is the law of obedience somebody say the law of obedience somebody say the law of obedience beloved all that i'm teaching you if i don't teach you anything again this things will bring you to realm of affluence you should get to realms of affluence hallelujah deuteronomy 28 the verse number one to two then we'll jump to the verse number eight he said now it shall come to pass it will do what come to pass on condition so it is not up to who is nice beautiful who has good you may have finished 52 million universities if you don't fulfill this condition what must happen will not happen he said if you diligently obey the voice of the lord your god to observe carefully all his commandments which he has commanded you today 
that the Lord your God, that the Lord your God will do what? Set you above what? Beloved, I am not talking about you becoming rich above your family. I'm talking about nations. I don't know whether what I'm seeing you are saying. I, I feel I, this is not where I have to preach the message. What do you think? I, I feel because I, I, I am seeing far. You are looking, you are looking at 10 million for capital. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing far. Very far. Very far. Very, very, very far. Hallelujah. God wants to set you above what? Nations. God can set you above. It's a law. If you can obey, if only you will obey. He said you will eat the good of the land. It's not just being present. It's about being obedient. Pastor, I I come to church, I pray every day, but I don't see anything. You will not see anything. You need to be obedient. That is the first law. To work with God and come to certain realms. Look, it's about obedience. Even to be more anointed, it's about obedience. The Bible says that you can only command and bring down every disobedience. He said, after you, your obedience has been made what? Complete. After your obedience has been made complete. So the first law is to obey. The first law is to obey. And not just obey, but diligently. Diligently. Then he said, you have to carefully, you must be what? Careful. All his commandments, which he has commanded you today. What are the commandments? There are laws, like I'm telling you, that there are protocols. Put them together. And you, you can, it, is, it will be too late for you to be poor. It will be too late for you to be There is a certain realm when you come there. You can, don't wish to be poor. You can't. You can't. Hallelujah. When you come to that realm, it is like a man wishing to be a woman. It's not possible. You can't be a woman. In your mind, you can go to the hospital and let them change your organ. I'm telling you. Let them change your organ by in your mind, you know you're a man. You can't do anything about that. Hallelujah. The verse number 8 of this same scripture, look at what he said. 28, the verse number 8. 28, the verse number 8. Okay, let's start from the verse number 2. He said, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. That means that it will be beyond your capacity. This time, it is not about you again. It is not about what you sell. It is not about what you control. It is not about what you con- you produce. But this time, it has overtaken you. Things are happening for you. For your sake. It's a dimension. Beloved, I want to get there. I want to get there. I am hungry to get there. It's a dimension. It will overtake you. He said, because you do what? Oh, come on, come on. Are you here? Because you do what? Because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So the first law of entering into uncommon riches and prosperity is what? Obedience. Obedience. The verse number 8 says that when you have obeyed, he said the Lord will command the blessing say the blessing it is not a blessing it is the blessing a specific blessing he will storehouse also means bank account and in all to which you have set your hand 
and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Your work will prosper with the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Beloved, it is only by obedience. The law number two that you one has to engage. Mm. Some of you, you remember Joshua 1 8. Done it and observe to do. He said, Then you will make your way prosperous. You make your way prosperous. Hallelujah. The law number two that causes men to enter into realms kingdom prioritization. Somebody say, say kingdom prioritization. Prioritizing the kingdom. Hallelujah. Prioritizing the kingdom. Prioritizing the kingdom. Hallelujah. Are you here or you have gone home? Prioritizing the kingdom. Putting the kingdom first. It's a law. It's a law. I'm telling you the truth. It's a law that works in the kingdom. The Bible says that the Gentiles, they go after the things and they make the kingdom the last thing. So a Gentile who is not properly aligning with kingdom principle, or the kingdom man who is not properly aligned with the kingdom principle is the one that will carry football on Sunday and go and play football. You don't have the, the kingdom as a priority. You don't have it. Among all the days, Monday, you didn't go for Kfit or whatever. Tuesday, you didn't go. If it's Saturday, you, to, you didn't go. Sunday, is it not mammon? Sunday. Sunday. Even if today, that day, that Sunday, they tell you that Akuvado is coming to town, meeting you 12 o'clock, you will not go for training that day. You give certain honor to Akuvado. It means you don't respect God. This is the thing. Prioritizing the kingdom. The law of kingdom word. Prioritization. It's a state of mind. It's an attitude. I say it's a word. A state of mind. It's an attitude. You must come into that state. The scripture said that seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He said, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6 23. Amen. You are distracting me. Matthew 6 33. Matthew 6 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added. It's an add on. Somebody say it's an add on. God appeared to Solomon and told Solomon. First Chronicles, I mean Second Chronicles 1 11. He said, Then God said to Solomon, Because this was in your heart, it must first be in your heart before it can be your heart. It must first be in your heart before it can be your heart. God appeared to Solomon and asked Solomon, Solomon, what should I do for you? Solomon said, God, my priority is your kingdom, your people. So give me wisdom that I may rule or lead your people. God said, Solo, you sought my kingdom first. I will add to you riches and honor. I will add to you what? Riches and honor. So then God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart and you have not asked riches or wealth or honor of the life of your enemies, nor have you asked long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge who? So it was for the sake of God's business. Solomon requested for wisdom. The verse number 12, look at what he said. The verse number 12, come on, quickly, quickly. 
He said, wisdom and knowledge are granted to you already. He said, what you have asked, I've given it. And I will give you riches and wealth and honor. He said, such as none of the kings have ever who were before you, nor shall be any after you, have their like. Why? I'm talking about uncommon wealth and what? Riches. Look at somebody and say, You are too poor. Tell the person, Leave this realm. Engage the loss. And leave. You're too poor. Some of you, if we tell you to go and buy a suit right now, you go to Broniwawu. You go to Broniwawu. You are too poor. Beloved, you are too poor. Do not allow anybody to intimidate you. And that they, they like dressing, they like dressing. They are too poor. Their mind is somewhere. They have not yet seen anything. Why are you talking about dressing? We are about to pack cars. You're about to get cast. This morning I went to the committee hospital. I was coming. Somebody has packed porch. When I I turn and say yes, if it were somebody, you say, oh, Drew, you don't know how to appreciate things. That's why you don't attract it. Every good thing is from the devil. Every good thing is from the devil for you. There be when I saw it, I said, Wow, Charlie, we shall arrive there one day. It shall be a story one day. It shall be a I'm talking about Portuguese and Kimoda. I was like, hey, the car that Bill Gates has been driving is in Kimoda. Who told you people don't have money? You'll be there. You're a joker to think otherwise. I say, you're a joker to think otherwise. Kingdom prioritization. Lord, if it is not you, it is not me. Lord, if it's about you, it must be first. Lord, if it's about you, it must be first. Hallelujah. Kingdom prioritization. Solomon, because you sought for wisdom for my people, said, I will give you honor. I will give you money. I will give you riches and wealth such as none of the kings have ever. Look at what the queen Sheba did. The queen from Sheba traveled miles to go and see the excellency of the wisdom of God, Solomon. When she was going, do you know what he did? She carried in a cart gold. When she saw the excellency of the innovation, she gave gold. Solomon didn't need gold. But you see, when God blesses the bless of God, it has a way it attracts wealth. It has a way to attract it. Kingdom prioritization. You wake up in the morning. I'm not out. Not because I'm feeling sleepy, but because I want to have contact with my God. I it at the end of the month I'm paid. I don't think about buying groceries or buying dresses for my wardrobe. The first thing is how can the work of God go on? How can the work of God go on? Hallelujah. Every time you are seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and he said all these things shall be added unto you beloved I pray for you that your heart and the attitude of your heart will change 
and that you will prioritize the kingdom and enter into uncommon wealth creation and riches in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ Luke 12 31 Luke 12 31 the same scripture is there it said, but seek the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you the verse number 29 says that and do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink nor have an anxious mind for all these things the nations of the world seek after he said your father knows that you need these things but seek first the kingdom but seek first the kingdom but seek first beloved do not put anything in place of God and his kingdom do not put anything in place of God and his kingdom seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness there is no principle anywhere this is what I'm teaching you this is what I'm telling you this is what I'm telling you the Bible says that it is he that giveth us power to do what? to make what? if he sees you have prioritized his kingdom he'll give you that power he'll give you that power anybody without that power is a thief you don't have the power and you're having it you are a thief you are a thief hallelujah praise the lord let's look at Hagar I'm closing with this law I don't want to go further Hagar chapter 2 the verse 16 to 19 hmm the law of kingdom word prioritization he says since those days when one came to a heap of 20 avers Haggai chapter 2 the verse number 16 okay let's start from okay that's it since those days when one came to a heap of 20 avers there were but 10 and when one came to a wine vat to draw out of 50 baths from the press there were but 20 he said i stroke you with a blade and mildew and heal in all the labors of your hands yet you did not turn to me say yes the lord the verse number eight says that consider now from this day forward do what consider now from this day forward from the 24th day of the ninth month from the day that the foundation of the lost temple was laid. He said, consider it. Consider which one? That foundation. Of the lost word, temple. Consider it. They say that is the seed still in the barn? As yet the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree have not yet yielded fruit. But from this day, I will bless you. But from this day, I will bless you. You may have been making the mistakes. Non-titan life no offering life, no first fruit life. You don't care about what is happening. Oh, we are building temple. You only know about Ecclesia. You don't even know what is happening. You don't, nothing of yours has even gone into it. God says that I should tell you, consider it this day. And say from this day, he will bless you. I will not lie to you. Sorry. I will not lie to you. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You are too poor. Because you don't have rich mind leave that realm. I feel so sorry for you. But now, 
I rejoice greatly for you because it has been handed down unto you. Hallelujah. Hagar, the same Hagar, chapter 1, verse number 2. 2, 11. That is very far. But let me start from 3. He said, Then the word of the Lord came by Hagar to the prophecy. Is it time for you, for you yourself to dwell in your paneled houses and this temple to lie in rains? He said, Now therefore, that says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat, but you do not have enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourself, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put it into a bag with holes. This is what God is saying. So at the end of the month, you receive money, but then you still watch it. Oh, bread. Oh, bread. Why? The next verse, seven. He said, that says the Lord of hosts, consider your war, your way. It is always certain ways that brings us to certain realms. It is always certain ways that always do what? Brings us into what? Certain realms. Consider your ways. The verse number eight, what is the way he's talking about? He said, go up to the mountain and bring wood and build the temple that I may take pleasure in it and be glorified, says the Lord. The verse number nine, he said, you look for it much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? Says the Lord of hosts, because my house that is in rain, while every one of you runs to his own house. God is saying that you are thinking about yourself. Because you are thinking about yourself and not considering the things of God. He said, even when you get money, he does this and he blows them away. He blows them away. The verse number 10, this is what he says. Therefore, the heavens above you withhold the dew and the earth withhold its fruit. He said that the, the heavens will not even give you dew, how much more rain? And the earth, when you plant, it will not succeed. So you'll be working and nothing is coming out and you don't understand. You are not prosperous, you, are not, you don't understand. You are too selfish. It's too much of yourself. Beloved, break that canker and start being kingdom-minded. Stop being kingdom-minded. Therefore, the heavens above you withhold their, their dew, and the earth withholds its, its fruit. Then the verse number 11, it says, For I called for a drought on the land, and the mountains on the grain, and the new wine and the oil, on whatever the ground brings forth, on men and what? Livestock. And all thy labor of your hands. You are too wicked for God. God's house is lying rain and you are thinking about your own. Some of you can give money to girlfriends and you come to church and you don't bring a friend. How would you prosper? You remain the same forever. I'm sorry to tell you this. It's not a case. I'm telling you the truth. You remain the same forever. Hallelujah. Be kingdom minded. The law of kingdom world prioritization. Am I saying something better? And it's your life changing. Second Chronicles 31, the verse number 20 20 to 21. This is what he said concerning King Hezekiah. Second Chronicles 31, the verse number 20 to 21. He said thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judea and he did what was good and right 
and true before the Lord his God. Then verse number 21, look at what he said. He said, and in every work that he began in the service of what? Are you here or you have gone home? Yes, in the service of what? In the law and in the commandment to seek his God, he did it with all his heart. So what happened? So he prospered. Sometimes people think that we are fools. We don't know what you are doing. But child of God, I'm telling you, that is the only way out. That is the only way out. People were molesting me because of land. <laughs> Giving me trouble and pressure because of land. I chose to register the land in the name of the church. God, I give this land to you. Kingdom is center from now. From that day, molestation and harassment ceased. Can you molest God? It ceased. It, it has ceased. I'm telling you. I was just praying, doing this, and they are still troubling me. I said, what can I do? If you have the devil's property, he will come after you. But if God is having it, can he chase after him? So I gave it to God. God have it. God have it. And that's all. You are always afraid to give what you have. Have you asked how did what you have come? You are not careful about that one. But always retaining. Always retaining. How will you prosper? It will not work. As we are here, if we are to ask how many of you are tight payers, you will be shocked about the percentage. Meanwhile, we are talking about men and women who are in Kingdom Mission Center and they claim they are in a church that has the word. But yes, your world is shut. Why? Because you don't even obey it. You don't engage the laws. You are not a tighter. Your life has become so tight. Because you have failed to tight. You have failed to tight. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the number one protocol is what? The law of obedience. Total what? Obedience. Number two, what does it say? The law of kingdom prioritization. Prioritizing the kingdom. Prioritizing the kingdom. Prioritizing the kingdom. Am I preaching? Is somebody here ready to take responsibility for his own life? You must. You must. Every case of poverty, I command it broken. It's a system that has worked in your mind. Place it in your mind. And thinking say, oh, minya kakrebi. No, listen to me. You must be a crazy giver. And that's the next law that I'm talking about. You must be a crazy giver. And there are types of giving for different types of results. And people don't know. <laughs> people don't know. You have givings like the prophet, the prophet's offering. Giving to your man of God. Giving to a prophet. He said, if you do this, you have given to me. That's what God said. He said, if you do this, you have given to me. And you will have that, rep- that reward. You have that reward. It's a dimension. It's a dimension. 
when you give your tithe, you have entered into the realm, one, of enjoying open, open, open heaven. Number two, the rebuking of devourer. Number three, your land becoming fruitful. Just tithing has about three to four blessings. It releases for you. It releases for you. Some of you, you shouldn't have stopped school at this time. If I ask you, you tell me that because your parents didn't have money. It because you too, you were very chisel. That is why I have trained my children to pay tight, even at this time. Pastor, do they work? But do they eat? They don't work, but they eat. We calculate whatever they eat, 10% of it, they present it. If you had done that, God may have taken care of that situation. You wouldn't have stopped where you stopped. I was not a tighter until I met Apostle Ledmore. One day he carried big fat money and said he's going to pay his tithe. And we had to move from Hachimata Campus to Action Chapel. At that time, it was Christian Action Chapel. And that's why, when he got there, the money was so much that because even that one when I started practicing it, I said the method that man took the June, January. Now called uh, just like that. But when I met my wife and I took a tight card, said, My God, my goodness, my goodness. It changed my life since then. Sit in my hand and go home and think, Will I pay tight? No, 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 no. Sometimes when it comes, if it, I just tell my secretary, take the percent out of it, place it tight. And I was asking her, where is my tight records? He said that your own, we can't keep it. Said, because every day I'm writing a new tight this. So I can put so I don't keep tight envelope. Because if I keep it, it can be full in a month. It can be full in a month. I I don't put it down to wait for anything. No, no, I give it. I it should it should leave me. It should leave me. I don't have to tempt myself, keep it in the wardrobe and one day. No, 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 I don't do it. Even if it is one CD, I do my tight. Yeah. Hallelujah. We will come to that dealing with the law of what Titan. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed tonight? Have you been blessed tonight? Listen to me. Just in less than one minute, as you are sitting down, I want you to pray desperately and say, Lord, by the blood of Jesus, I disorganize every system of poverty that has been set in place in my mind. Pray desperately. I mean desperately. Pray, lift your voice and pray, Lord, by the blood of Jesus, every system of poverty that has been set in my mind, Lord, let it be broken. Let it be scattered. Are you praying? Let it be scattered, Lord. 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 Manda bakatala. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.